0: lover's it,
1: squirrel.
0: It's a long, sustained quarrel. Wait. There's no intro
1: because it's... Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. Let's act like a professional. I... Please. <laughs> Please. You know what? I'm gonna beat your ass just <laughs> like <laughs> Racing <laughs> so,
0: Okay. Ready to intro.
1: Fine. Alright, let's start this again. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so used to the, the, the cue. Um. <clears throat> All right, you start because you always say, "What's going on, world?"
0: I'm just. I'm gonna make sure that you're ready now. I am
1: ready. Right.
0: What's going on, world? Hey,
1: everybody!
0: It's your guy TJ, Mr. New Cool, and
1: it's your girl Danny. You're seriously satisfied, serval, and What's the serval? a serval. I, knew, I thought you would ask.
0: You thought I would ask? You got a picture?
1: No, I don't have a picture, but I have, I screenshot the uh, definition. And a serval are medium-sized wildcats that can jump over three feet high. So, and over 12 feet horizontally when hunting prey. Oh. So. Nice little I know, I, know I didn't use that one because you were trying to come for me last week.
0: I, I mean, listen.
1: Anywho. Well, welcome to yet another episode of Lover's Quarrel. Um we know that we are so happy to know that we are so happy to have you here. And of course, if this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your second time listening, welcome back. And this is if this is your third or more time listening, you are a family, or as TJ would like to call it, you, you are a lover. A lover. And I think that's a great She's way to kind Oh co- my love is out there. Oh my god, so I think that this is a great opportunity to then now cue up our guests for this episode because this is a first for in lovers' Choral history where we have uh self-proclaimed uh we didn't pay them we didn't ask, you know we just asked them to come on lovers of the show um some of our most og listeners of davin and Reese Oglesby hey. I said everybody's name correctly right hey 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 y'all thank you for joining us virtually we really appreciate having y'all um you not have to say
0: virtually whatever the world they don't know they don't have to know
2: Anyway, I mean, we ahead. wanted to make, it clear. To you make it clear. Got, hey, yes, yeah, so that so we, we're
1: there, about today. After she got exactly, back today. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Reese. And then we also we want to make sure that we, you know, we're being responsible, right? So, um, with that being said, y'all, thank you for joining us. Um, we're going to um go right ahead and get on our elevator. Um, so listen to me and TJ's, and if you have something that you guys want to share, just Jump on in where you can. Um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first, babe?
0: Are you going up or down? I'm going up. I'm going up too. So go you can start it off. All
1: right. <clears throat> I'm gonna try and give you my best one because you know we got guests. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> <be that one. laughs> Listen, I'm so honored. So um
0: Yeah, I'm honored too, because this means that we won't get this lazy voice. Go ahead. Let me hear it. Whatever.
1: Going up.
0: Oh, that was yeah, that was that was A one. Actually I'm gonna steal it because I was A one. What? Yeah.
1: Good. You know what? Um, the so ignorance. My,
0: uh, um my wife has talked me into getting organizers.
1: You stole my goddamn answer. Was it
0: yes. I
1: emailed you the show notes before that I
0: know, but I don't read them. I just yeah. My phone's not my hand, so
1: Continue. Right. We'll just we'll tag team it.
0: Yeah, so you know, uh I was I was against it at first, like I'm always against it. But, you know, I had to take a step back. And one thing I'm realizing is that when Dandy, like, does the research for something or says that she wants to do something, nine times out of ten, it's the right thing to do. Hmm. And with this, it's, it's all the walks. right thing to do. So, yeah, that's why I wanted to go first. So You know, what I mean, I didn't want to dilute whatever you are going to come with. So, yeah, then you got these organizers that came in the house. And they helped organize, helped us get rid of a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I've seen rooms I've never seen before. (laughs) Um, And my closet is like super organized. I'm afraid to take anything out. Good. Um, And yeah, shout out to
1: the model home. The
0: model home for doing what they did. And shout out to you for having the foresight because I had no idea how he was going to tackle this house with working full time, being parents full time life full-time and mm-hmm. that was the best thing that you could have done so
1: thank Kudos. you i'm so glad we got this on wax this is this is my favorite episode already um but Reese david everybody listening just to give you a little, a little further context since this is also my elevator so me and him will be one together um you know uh organization it has not always has not been a strong suit for um our household and when we moved from our old house to our new house like that was one of the biggest things that sent my anxiety like through the roof because I'm like, we just, you know, it was 12 years of just stuff and junk. And you know, as much as I love TJ, y'all, he has a really difficult time like parting ways with things. No.
3: Right. It's a, You're in good company, TJ. But I'll uh, get to that okay. later. Okay.
1: okay. So I'm just saying, like, how do we, we we gotta be honest, right? Like, we
0: both don't throw away stuff.
1: Okay, but Let's Don't get let, let's let's get let's be clear about something. Do
0: I, I may have more stuff.
1: You have so that closet, this one of the this closet that is now beautifully organized, y'all, he has two thirds of it. So um point being though is that of course, like he said, all these things are going on. We, we moved at the, the height of the, you know, at the beginning of the shutdown. And then we, got, you know, had to bring more stuff in once we found a, a tenant for our, our other our old house. Um, and it really just got out of pocket. And it's just like, you literally, you know, your house is supposed to be a place of peace. And it, our old house wasn't a place of peace. And our new house was like certain areas were fine, but it still wasn't where it needed to be. And, you know, I always just felt like I couldn't breathe. I couldn't really relax in my own home because every, even if I did, it was always like, you could be really doing something else with your time, Danny. And um, put it like this. We had a team of four people coming to our home and over the course of, actually it'll be, they're coming back one more day because they just some few um, items that they have to um, finish up before the whole job is done. So let's say four days, four people and to, to start to get every box unpacked, every item stored away, everything purged, every shirt hung. And when I tell you it is money well fucking spent, I'm so blessed and happy to um, have had the opportunity to afford this because it immediately has like, shifted my energy in this house. And, like, and it makes it so much easier because now, even when I'm coming across things, I can be like, "Oh, there's a place where that goes and I know where it is" versus trying to figure it out myself. So and I feel in like motivated to do like the little areas that um I didn't, you know, have them do like the little hall closet or the kitchen drawers and stuff like that. So not to, you know, go on and on and on, but if you can afford to do so or you can have somebody in your family or in your, your circle that can help you with that, if that's a struggle of yours, do it because it is like peace is priceless. And peace of mind I already have it in this effort. So with that, TJ and I are going to stop on our elevator, and Reese and Davin. Do y'all have any elevators? Do y'all want to continue going up? You got something you want to bring us down? What's going on?
3: I'm gonna let you go first, lady of the house.
2: Well, I just oh, want to hey. say I'm with TJ. I don't I don't let go of stuff.
1: <laughs> oh, child. Oh.
2: I, but but you know what? Let me just say this. I had a fire about six years ago, and mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of that is going from having everything one day. And mm. like you can wake up in the morning and have everything you know you can go walk in your closet, have every shoe, every sock, even things like underwear, your favorite bra. you know And so to wake up and know you have that in the morning and then literally within six hours you lose everything. I mm-hmm. think me sometimes it's like, well, you know, I remember when I didn't have this so I mean and I, I, we're working on it. we just kind of organized uh, which is gonna be my up, but um, we organized the basement. And mm. so I'm gonna stay up on the elevator and ride up with you guys. Uh I got my little home gym uh yes. together. And so um, oh, yes, and mm. I just love it. It's like my my piece. Like I come down here, I cannot be doing anything, just wanted to sit down here, and it's just perfect, you know. Um, and I don't know what my husband's up is, but like we both, you know, have a side of the basement, and it's not a huge, huge basement. We're just utilizing the space so we got, like, these dividers so he can have his side. And, you know, mm-hmm. he comes down here, you know, when he uh, – because he's a teacher. And mm-hmm. so – is working on lesson plans or something like that or working on his IEP for his students. He's on his side, you know, he doesn't mind me still working out on my side. And, you know, I just think like, because like you said, we're we're, we're actually running right now. Um, But, you know, we can't change up a lot of things in this house the way we want to. And so, you know, we're preparing, getting stuff organized for when we do get ready to, you know, move, but, you know, in a couple of years. So we're start, slowly starting to throw things away. But just for me to have my, my gym, my piece down here, you know, that's helping me with my journey, uh, mm-hmm. I
1: feel like that's just my up. Like I'm, I'm good on that. I love it, and that's and it's so, it's so important. And you know what, I will say, like that's, you know, your logic and think thought process behind why you might hold on to stuff makes a lot of sense because it's just like it's almost like a trauma response, right? Yeah. And and so I'm like, you know, when I think about it too. So I, my, I, you know, sometimes they say you marry your dad. So like I married my father in a lot of ways. My dad was also very cluttered person in a lot of ways and but
0: was he a happy
1: person most of the time yeah right, so but you know I, I have to I try to I try to be fair to TJ sometimes but it's just like sometimes the things that he doesn't want to let go of are just like like he found his like permit from when he was 16 why are we keeping on why are we holding on to this go? Yeah.
2: well okay but you know what though in his defense real quick and we can get ready to jump off if you want okay but <laughs> I feel like okay it's I think like sometimes in our life, like certain years are symbolic to us. Right. So one thing that Mm -hmm. I know my husband will tell anybody is like, I have a hard time throwing away size 30, size 28 clothes. I am no longer in the size 28 to, you know, 30, I you know, I can fit us at 18, 20, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to get to sixteen, you know, but, uh, you know, (laughs) you know, but for me, I remember you know, what a struggle was in those thirties. You see what I'm saying like, when I put on those size 30 jeans, I remember like, was it the happiest time? Yeah. Because I had just had a baby boy and you know, I'm happily married, you know? So even though like size wise, I wasn't happy. It still was like very happy in my life. So I think sometimes when we come across things, we remember now when I see something and it was, it has an effect on when things are bad, too, because then when it's something and it reminds you of a bad place, it reminds you that you're no longer there anymore. So mm-hmm. kind of like with me, like with my tattoos, you know, there's certain tattoos that I remember getting them in deep, dark places. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean I want to stay there. It's just it reminds me where I came from. So a lot of times when we clean up and we come across things, you know, it just reminds us like Davin just had a, a, a old ID. Right. Remember mm-hmm. from your old school? He's like, oh, I'm going to keep this. I'm keep it. Well, <laughs> you don't want that no more. You what's see what I'm saying? So they're but starting they don't know that. Things. Right. But what I'm saying is there's just certain things that it reminds you where you were, right. you know, when you first started. So that's sometimes why it's a little bit harder to get rid of. Now, if you really want to yeah. get rid of something, you can get rid of these 3000 movies down yeah. here. Mm. You got your thing.
3: I got mine.
1: You know what? And that's and that's and you I I, I truly I think that that is a, a very good point, and And I, I support that. And I think all of those things are valid. It's just like within reason is what I'll say. So then I'll, I'll add a caveat to but what I'm I also saying. I feel
0: like if I, I put my ID somewhere, you don't see it. Why does it bother you? Because
1: because you know what it's not it's because you know what it's not just the id it's the id it's the blackberry from 2008 that you threw threw that away yeah but i had to you i had to wait till you got home so you could look at it and and it's the it's the receipts it's the paper so what it is is that because it's a lot of things it then makes me kind of and sometimes i can't i don't have the patience to like sift through everything so i'm i get into like if it ain't nailed to the floor it can go. It can go. And, I feel you, Danny, on that. So, you know, it's it's, it's, it's it's like within moderation. It's a moderation thing. We all got keepsakes. I, f- I have things that I kept. I f- have the letters you wrote me on our wedding day. I have, um, you know, I have like some items from like my dad. Like I, f- I have his state parole jacket and his, his the jacket, he the suit jacket he wore at our baby shower. So like those things. But like, I don't need to keep my like permit from when I'm, you know, was 16 because it was... 17 years ago, however long years ago, but we're going, we going to move on. Cause we got, fact,
0: I need people to remember that I'm from New York. Our
1: house, our house doesn't have to be the museum of TJ nigga. All right. Sure so anyway, I just said, you don't
2: know how long it took him to study for that test. Maybe the first time.
1: No, I do. I was there. Shit. Oh, okay. It wasn't. Right, okay,
3: there. No, I,
0: I, I appreciate you about to skip Davin.
1: I'm sorry, Davin. Yeah. Go ahead. I apologize. Uh,
3: I'll be quick. Uh I want to say, honestly, this interview is my up. Uh, Aww. I'm a huge fan of y'all and just being able to sit here with y'all and converse with y'all and my wife is awesome for me so
1: awesome we're so glad to have you here you're like just this is a, a really like a pleasure all the way around it goes with just a- you know, and so I'm just—we're just excited. And Danny, um, I
2: just want to say, like, I almost yes. had to almost check you one time because, like, he came in the house, he was like, "Well, Danny, like, <laughs> like he, oh, he wasn't saying anything about TJ. <laughs> he was just going on and on about you. He oh. was like, 'Cause you know, on Danny was like, I was like, Hold up, <laughs> "Who is this Danny? Like, then <laughs> <laughs> he cleared it up. He was like, "Well, on the show, because he would always say, he would come here. He was like, "This is how he'll introduce y'all, right? He'll be like, "Cause I don't, I'm not a big, big fan of podcasts because, like, mm-hmm. I'm a a, a, you know, I would be doing some other stuff, right? Okay, I'm just yeah,
3: yeah, of right. course. ADHD,
2: right? I, okay, just, I do. I have a little ADHD, that. but whatever. <laughs> but he'll come <laughs> home and he'll be like. So I got a question for you from a show. Oh Lord, oh Lord. Okay, he's like, so Danny said, he'll always forget TJ's part, right? So he'll then he'll ask me another question. He's like, well, Danny said. (laughs) I guess he's trying to find the revelation with the women, you know, the wives, right? So I'm like, one day I'm like, hold the hell, hell? hold up, is this Danny? Like you, and then he's like, then he'll pull up the Instagram, like, oh, okay, clear that shit up real quick because. Oh no! Oh no! We
3: have a lot of quarrels on the show. And uh, ultimately, uh, and I've told them this, I've told them this, I tend to side with Danny a lot more than TJ, but-
1: Because I'd be right. <laughs>
3: it's not even that you, I think you're right. It's just, it sounds more logical,
2: if that makes sense. That's what the times <laughs> usually are.
1: I'm so, I'm I'm just, this episode is already my favorite because I got TJ on wax saying that the home organization was a great idea. I got you saying I'm the more logical person because I was literally like- Lord, we we are, this this episode gonna be all over the place. We are gonna like fuck the segments because we just vibing so well. But um, one thing that I was literally talking to one of my best friends about yesterday was sometimes the frustration that I have, maybe sometimes as a woman, but just as a person with sometimes being perceived as illogical or like not as rational because I'm saying things with emotion or passion. And you know, I, sometimes I've I've been lately, you know, with. Things going on in the world, and just my stance and my beliefs on things, I have been really frustrated. Sometimes feeling like my message is being lost, and sometimes the passion. Because I'm the some type of person where if I get worked up enough, I cry. If I get angry enough, I cry, and I hate it. And it's and, and even though TJ says all he you know he says all the time it's fine, it's not a it's not an issue. Just, it's who you are. I have felt like it distracts from my message, and I don't and you know and and oftentimes when I'm talking. The, when I'm, the people I'm talking to are usually men, TJ included, not just TJ. And it, it frustrates me because I'm like, you know, sometimes just because you're saying things in a, in a calmer tone or just because you're not crying or just cause you're not yelling, even though I'm not necessarily yelling, but just because these things aren't happening doesn't mean that you're not, um, I'm not making sense. You know you what I mean, y'all? Yeah. Like yeah. So, so that, that really, like that, I really appreciate that because, and, and because I and I appreciate that, Devin, because like you don't know us from can to paint. Besides what we put on, you know the, the 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 podcast, you know. And so for you to say that, I I truly appreciate that. Not because it's even like affirming me or validating or make me feel like oh I'm I'm only I'm always right, but just because I know I'm like I know I make sense. And sometimes TJ makes me feel like I'm I'm crazy. Thank you.
3: Well, I mean, y'all have had conversations about various topics, right? Yes. Um, you know, racial injustice, Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion, uh, you know, the When They See Us documentary. And there's mm-hmm. just these different conversations and hearing different points of view. TJ mm-hmm. looks at it from a Black male standpoint. You look at it from a Black woman standpoint as a wife and a mom. And TJ's looking at it as like a Black man in society, as a father, a husband, all of that. So it's just... Mm-hmm. Hearing those different perspectives makes
2: a lot of sense. And and believe it or not, it allows men, like my, uh, to be honest with you, uh, Davin is very uh, quiet, very mm-hmm. uh, himself. aware are yin and yang. You know, when I walk in the room, I'm like, oh, what's the party? <laughs> when he walks in the room, he's like, hello, everybody, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I describe us right. And so, but I appreciate podcasts like this because it allows my quiet husband. You know, I, you have to accept who you marry, right? You can't hey. change them. And Mm -hmm. so it allows my husband, who is very much to himself, he'll take a book and, you know, I have to ask him a hundred times a day, like, are you good? Like, are you all right? You know, because I'm just checking on him because he won't tell me, but it allows Mm -hmm. him to come and be able to talk to me. So podcasts like this and what you're doing, it allows men to, to start questioning and say, hey, how do you feel about this? And to me, like, that's a blessing because it lets me know like he's interested in my views, not saying he was before, but mm-hmm. there was something that sparked him, you know, so so keep doing what you're doing for sure, you know, because it, it makes me be like, oh, well, let me go follow them. Oh, let me check out. He'll say because he knows me. He'll be like, hey, uh, you don't have to listen to the whole podcast. Go to minute seven and listen to 11. <laughs> And because yeah. he knows me, but he knows that, you know, we've had that talk, everything that you guys talk about, he brings, you know, home and he'll say, what do you think about this? And so I'm like, well, where did you get this from? He's like, well, listen to this part of the segment. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it allows me to go and say, oh, okay. But it, it allows us to have those talks, those Megan the Stallion versus Tory Lanez, those, mm-hmm. you know, you know racial, we talk about students, we talk about workouts, we talk about, you know, like you said earlier, body images. So what you guys are doing, you know, believe it or not, and like you said, you address a lot of men, it allows men to feel comfortable enough and then to have a reference so it's not mm-hmm. like they're just coming to be like you know megan the stallion should have did this but he's coming with some substance to say well this is why i feel like this and this is where i got it from so women can be like hmm, well let me go listen myself you know so it creates that platform as well
1: uh thank you, thank you. that's uh, mm, motivation because Lord knows, because sometimes we be spent after these episodes where we going at it like that or just debating this stuff. But I'm glad that it it's, you know, we're glad that it's helping. Um, so, our relationship tip. We're going to jump on into that for the week. Uncle um, first, and I'll keep it short. Um, Can you keep it short? I am. I can't keep it short. <laughs> if you don't interrupt me, <laughs> thank you. As as I was saying. Don't
0: get fragile. I'm fragile.
1: Say what? what's, what's the word <laughs> that's what you get. God don't You're like right. ugly, You're right? He does not like ugly. exactly. So, my tip of the week is really this is more of a, a personal one, um, that TJ and I kind of have both been talking about this week, so it's inspired but by me? no, it's inspired by us, and um, and this is just for all the ships, relationships, kinships, friendships, um, is. And more so how to be a better person in those relationships, which is as much as you can, as humanly possible, um, fight imposter syndrome, y'all, because TJ and I have had multiple conversations this week alone about feeling like, I don't want to say inadequate in our job, at our our roles, like for us at this point, it's like professionally, but like not feeling inadequate, but we know that we're at this like level up place in our, in our careers and we are working hard and doing what we can, but we always are questioning ourselves and our ethic, our work ethic, or are we doing the right things? Or are we doing enough? Or are we doing a good job? And what do our bosses think? Because we're, you know, we're invested in, we're very invested in our roles and, um, in our respective careers right now. And we keep having to convince, like almost like convince the other person, like, yo, like I hear you when you're on the phone with your boss and when you're doing these, you know, doing the work and you're doing a great job. And so, But sometimes that imposter syndrome can really like seep over into other areas of your life. So as much as you can, you know, try to fight it. It's natural, but also just try to fight it because sometimes we got to really try to see what others see in us when it comes to that. So that's my relationship tip of the week. Definitely not
0: inspired by me.
1: It's, It's by us. I can't. I cannot.
0: All right. Come on, TJ. Bring it home. (laughs) <laughs> so um my my tip is going to be it could be for any relationships or just or just individuals right um any rules of life that you were informed about or told that you have to follow or that the way to succeed you have to follow these rules throw them away all of them things are false um and the reason why I say that is because you know society has made it that you know you got to be a certain body type or 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 you know like if you are overweight, you can't be loved. So you need to settle for whatever is there. And that's not true. Or, you know, you can't be as successful as you want to be if you're not in this field or, or you know, just all these different things that people try to tell you how to succeed in your life. And it's just like, if we just ignored all of that and we just went off of what was best for us and what made us happy, I think we'll be a lot more happier.
1: That was not bad. Not bad at all. That
0: sounds very uh, facetious.
1: <laughs> it wasn't facetious. I really no. It was good. It was good. What do y'all think? Do you guys have any any tips as the as a unit or as individuals for anyone out there listening?
2: I have one, um, no. and it could go for any ship as well. I think that um, in this life, because everybody thinks differently, it's okay to start asking people, you know, why they're wise, you know. Uh, A lot of times, learning my husband, learning people, when they, you know, make a statement or they make a decision, instead of me getting mad because that's not the way I would have handled it, I've learned how to ask them why. You know, hey, can you explain to me why that was the decision you made? So just, I can learn another way to, you know, work it out. Maybe you still... You know, like sometimes when me and my husband, we were going somewhere, we might go in two different cars. He might go another way and I might go another way. He might get there before I do. And I'll I'll say, well, you know, what made you go that way? Just to learn his logic of thinking. And so I've done that, you know, in my career. I do that, you know, when I work out, you know, I ask my trainer, you know, like just asking people like to learn different thinking methods, because sometimes. You know, as much as we want to think that our way is always going to be the right way. uh, My Mm -hmm. mama used to say there's always more than one way to skin a cat. And so when Mm -hmm. someone presents another, you know, method that worked, even if it didn't work, you can still ask them why just to kind of hear them out. Because if yours didn't work and theirs didn't work and you explain it to each other, maybe you guys can come up with something that can make it work. So Mm -hmm. uh, and especially in just relationships, because, you know, me and Devin, we don't think alike. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, being a single mom before I got married, I learned how to rob Peter to pay Paul. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so... Sometimes in my marriage, I, I do that a lot. And so Davin might see another way and he'll be like, well, why don't you try this? And then I'll ask him like, well, you know, what made you think like that? What made you say that? And so it's just learning each other in friendships and, you know, your career. So I just think that that would be something great that we can all start doing. It's just, you know, learning how to ask people like their methods and their whys and, you know, and ask for that, explaining it. And just like let that pride go sometimes so that way you can think like others think. So that way, it can I honestly help you think a little bit better sometimes in certain situations.
1: Hmm. I'm hey, i ain't mad at it. Bars, go ahead. The the bar. You know, that was the- the bar, and, Um, Devin, you got anything for us?
3: I do. Um, okay. My tip is sometimes you gotta let the pit bull off the muzzle. Ooh. What, you know what? I'm fight, what you that means? What, mean? what that means? Oh, wait
1: a minute. Wait a minute. Go ahead. I want to know why. That, where's the? Who's the pit bull? What
3: means is. You have to know your partner, like my wife. Mm-hmm. Said, right, I'm the non-confrontational one in my marriage. My mm-hmm. wife is the pit bull. That's the mm-hmm. so when you, you know, when you go into a situation calm, cool, and collected, and you might not get the answer that you want, or the scenario doesn't go your way, you can confer to your partner and say, "Hey, I went down to the post office. I'm trying to get this mailbox taken care of. They didn't take care of it. I got to let that pit bull off the muzzle. That means I need you." to go in there and take care of what I tried to do and wasn't able to, if that makes sense.
1: It makes all the sense in the world. Yes. Like, I, and you know what? And I think that that's a, that's a really good one too, because so I I don't know if y'all could tell, but I'm actually the non-confrontational one between TJ and I. No, no. <laughs> and, um, and sometimes I, you know, I, I'm always like, babe, like you can't go from zero to 60 like that fast. But then,
0: <laughs> yeah. exactly. It's so. so-
2: because let me tell you, but, I, I don't mean to cut you off, Danny, but if, 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 if my husband came to me, you, that was zero to 59 right there. You feel what I'm saying? So I feel like because he went a soft approach, you didn't respect him. So now I'm pissed because you didn't do what you were supposed to do. Now you disrespecting my husband. And anybody who knows me know, like, it's no disrespect, like, when it comes to my husband. Like, you're not going to, so mm-hmm. no. like But see, in the beginning, he used to be embarrassed because he'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, this ghetto ass girl coming through straight from <laughs> Atlanta. Right, but then he started to see. So now when we go places, it's like he he keep, he be like all right. Like I don't, that's he'll tell kid, them. He be like I don't. I really kid don't kid want to is. send my wife in here and like, like, <laughs> like you know like what she gonna do. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then. When I go in there and I oh. shut the shit down, then he looking like I told you, and then oh, now God. the person looking for him to help, and he's just like, <laughs> let off the muzzle. Like, and, 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 and you feel what I'm saying? Like, but, but that's my I'm a Leo. That's my protection. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> so I already allowed him, not, not saying he couldn't handle it, but for whatever reason, you wanted to give him a hard time. My husband is so, you know, he's so sweet. He's so nice. He's so professional. So the fact that you couldn't handle it with that Oh, now oh! I'm about to get Niketa on your ass, and it's- <laughs> so when I get done with you, I need if we go to a restaurant and he try to tell you he messed up his food. Not only do I need his food, right? I need my money back. I need a gift card. Let me talk to your manager. I, like I need everything. Mm-hmm. They up donuts, baby. I didn't got Devin will tell you. You can mess up on one thing. I have five of them, and your corporate sending it to me. And uh, uh-uh, don't do not play with me. Do not. I play think you my just family. found
1: the female TJ. Oh my god! When it comes to <laughs> like I, this is, and you know what? It's so, I I love it, and I'm here for it. And I used to be like embarrassed. embarrassed. Yeah, I used to be embarrassed, yeah, because. It, because it would be like, I'd be like, it's not that serious or I'd be like, it's is too much, but sometimes it is the principle, but it's also there's really? like, like, like Reese, like you said, your mom said, there is more than one way to skin a cat because now I will say this, is that sometimes I can be the pit bull or maybe I'm, I don't know what's a, a, a I don't want to say a chihuahua, but like somewhere in between those where like there's, it it, lo- it just looks different. Like my like, uh the, oh, you know, you done fucked up. Right. So, because sometimes I've seen People give TJ the run around, or you know, I, and what pisses me off is when I feel like I I see him trying to muzzle himself and he's trying to do his best doing it, and, y'all, and you're still giving him a hard time. And so that's when my like, now I'm not a Leo, but I'm a cancer. And so we also are very loyal and nurturing and protective of the family. And so then it's like I do it in a more like, like a professional, not a professional, I do not want to use that word, but it's just like, I'm gonna fuck you up. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to give you that nice, nasty shit. I'm going to be like, you know, and I, I can, now I can send a, when TJ has to send like a, um, a nice, nasty, like email. I mean, she's fine
0: with
1: oh, don't come with me. Like, if you want me to, you want me to type some shit up? Oh, I'm going to light that ass up without ever cursing up a, a storm up or anything like that. So it's funny because it's like, we all have our ways of like letting that pit bull off a leash in, in different areas and knowing your partner and knowing like, okay, if I, if TJ is going to be the one, I hate calling customer service. I'm gonna let TJ do that, but when it comes to like oh, sending yeah. emails,
3: that's, like that's gonna be me. My wife. That's like
2: <laughs> What'd you say?
3: Got to that's a sport. You gotta call customer service. Oh man.
2: Like, yeah. oh, she, let, me, let me start stretching so I can knock this out. <laughs> okay, but hold on. Now, I will say, I'm like you, though. Sometimes, though, I, I kind of monitor who on the phone. Because, like, when I call, I kind of, this is how I feel people out, right? So, like, even when I'm placing an order somewhere. But if I'm on customer service, I'll be like, hey, how you doing? They'll be like, hey, how you doing? I'll be like, okay, well, you know what I'm saying? It ain't Friday, but it's hard, you know. But I still got to do it. It's hard out here for a pimp. Somebody got to do it. And if they laugh, I'll be like, all right, cool. We can, we you know, we can keep it calm and collect <laughs> If they'd be like, okay, how can I help
1: you? Oh, okay. Now we got action. We got action. Oh my Lord. (laughs) I love it though. I'm here for You know what? Cause we need, we need balance in all relationships. So whatever, wherever one lacks, the other one makes up for And that's how you end up being, you know, an an equal or, you know, a whole, you're made whole because we're, you know, we're, Davin is is lax is where Reese picks up and vice versa. And same thing with TJ and Danny because and you know, we just have to make sure that we're doing that um in order to support our partner and also too to like let them also kind of be like their most authentic self when they can. Right. Um so um with that said, we're gonna go ahead and jump into our Black History Fact, um, and then TJ's word of the week. So I'm going to jump in first. Um, I couldn't resist it because it was actually a little bit of a science, uh, black history fact, but when this, when this episode drops, it'll be October 26th, um, And on October 26, 1806, scientist and inventor, Benjamin Banneker passes away at the age of 74. Um, and y'all know, um, just until March of this year, I was a middle school science teacher. So y'all know how pressed I am about all things science. And Benjamin Banneker specifically, um, this story that they I, I read about him, I thought was really fascinating. So it talked about how in 1753, he borrowed a pocket watch from a neighbor. He took it apart, made a drawing of every component, and then reassembled it and was still into in working function. But then he took it up a, a level, right? He took the drawing that he made of the inner workings of the watch, and he carved enlarged wood replicas of each part and basically built a working wooden clock that kept accurate time for over 50 years in his house based off of just taking a part of a a smaller pocket watch and sketching it. And so, you know, he's also known for some of his studies of astronomy and also like calculating and surveying, um, the federal district, which is now Washington DC. So, um, he might be kind of part of why I hate driving in DC, those concentric circles. But um, but yeah, like I just think about how fascinating this like mind was and the science behind it. So um, I'm sorry to nerd out on y'all for a second. But yeah, so that's my Black History Fact was a Benjamin Banneker. But just like thinking about how somebody can do that with in like the 1700s at that. So you're talking about they no calculators, there's no Google, there's no YouTube t- tutorials, or anything like that. You just figuring this shit out on your own is just like bomb. So, um, with that being said, mind is it is, it is. And y'all, I'm coming off my Lovecraft country high, even though I'm devastated that the season is over. So like just black minds and science and everything. And like, we are magic. Like, so fuck what you heard. We are magical Period. beings. And that's why they try to keep us down. Period. Um, Yes. So, sorry, I was going on a little tangent right there. But, babe, do you have your Black History fact for this week? I
0: do. So, on October 19, 1944, Roosevelt instructed the Navy to accept African-American women into the waves. The first African-American waves officer was Lieutenant Harriet Ida Pickens and Ensign Francis Wills, who were commissioned on December twenty-first, 1944, and they were the first African-American women to be a part of The needy. Dope. Black girl magic.
1: Always. Always. Yes, we can. And better most of the time. Right. And so now what we're going to do is TJ is going to try and embarrass me. No, he's trying to stump me with his word of the week. Now, I was way off last week. I'm going to give that um, because TJ picked the word with like German origin. So it really like threw me off. But I am committed and convinced that I'm going to redeem myself this week.
0: I hope so. Is, you know,
1: this should be an easy one. A easy, okay.
0: Ephemeral.
1: You did this one already. Did I? Yes. No, I didn't. You definitely did ephemeral. No. You did it because I spelled it right. Really? Yes. All right, so. Does that mean I win? That means you win. <laughs> so I get it. I, I, what's this? What's it called? It's not, a, um, it was like a forfeit.
0: We get a
3: consolation, a consolation prize. A consolation prize. Okay. Like uh, um, okay. Yes, you win. Thank I you. the ball.
1: You did fumble. We're
2: proud of you right. I, 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 out of right. out of bounds. Great it. job, TJ. That took a lot right there. Good job.
1: Thank you. No, we're going to move on. Because
0: you can't spell it again.
1: No, I can't spell it again. So, but, go, right.
0: but, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't have to. I don't have to play the words or nothing. You should have spell it efe- off, off the top of the dome.
1: Ephemeral. Okay, ephemeral. Let me see if I remember. E P H E P H E M E R A L.
0: Yeah, you, you spelled it right.
1: Thing. Put some respect on my name.
0: Oh, cool. There you go, Danny. There
2: you go. Thank you. <laughs> you should just—you got to get two prizes for that.
1: Exactly. Fuck.
0: You look pretty today. That's some prizes.
1: Shut. You know. Oh my god. <laughs> Y'all, this is where we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break and hear from our a word from our sponsor, and then we are gonna come back and we're gonna hear more from the Oglesbys.
3: Hey, friend! It's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve.
0: What do you suggest? You need to get the Gaines Load & Lock Grips by Gaines Sports Gear. They are more durable than gloves, have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist
3: support unlike your traditional workout gloves, and will protect your hands from calluses. Do they come in different colors? Not only do they come in different colors, but they are available
0: for men and women. Do yourself a favor, go to GainSportsgear.com. and remember, a better grip equals a better lift. Embrace the process. And you, too, can embrace the process by using our code LOVERS10 at GAINS, G-A-I-N-Z, sportscare.com. And now, back to the show.
1: All right. And we are back with Davin and Reese. And, guys, we have an icebreaker for um, almost all of our guests. And so we would, of course, want to afford that courtesy to you all. And the icebreaker question for you, two is what are... The, um, or what is, excuse me, one of the kindest or wisest things um, things that someone has ever told you? Kindest or wisest?
2: Um, fuck what they think.
1: <laughs> oh I my, like that. Oh, my God. You are a woman after TJ's heart. Oh, my goodness. I mean,
2: I, I, everything in life, we do we post because we want likes we post because we want approval and if you don't get it you know nine times out of ten you're like oh that was a good one why didn't they like like fuck what they think do what you're gonna do post what you're gonna post live your life you was born alone unless you're a twin you're gonna die alone <laughs> and and so like if we just take 10 percent out of worrying about what people are gonna say and just do that it might put us in more of a happy place
1: so, like, fuck what they think and just do what you want to do. I love it. You know I love it. Davin, <laughs> how you going to follow
2: that? <laughs> I should not let you go,
3: I'm going right. to try. <laughs> Probably the wisest thing I've ever heard was something my dad told me when I was younger. Um, him and I were walking out of a store, and he noticed I was walking with my head down. And he said, why y'all walking with your head down? Hold it up, proud to be who you are. And mm-hmm. it just always stuck with me. As, you know, when I'm walking down the hallways with my students or when I'm walking in the mall, when I, you know, when I kind of feel my head kind of dropping, I kind of just, that picks up, picks up back up in my head. I just remember
1: it. That's awesome. Yeah. Sometimes it's literally, it's just, it's that you got to keep, I mean, I know I'm, I'm using the actual like lingo, which is like, keep your head up. But it's like, there's something about it where your shoulders are back and your head is high and you can see all that's in front of you and people can see you and who, and who you are and like your face is your calling card. So, I, I mean, I, pre- I appreciate that. And then I also appreciate Reese what you saying, like, you know, fuck what they think. I know I'm still a work in progress on that. I mean, I'm, I'm light years from where I used to be, but it, you know, it's not always, it's not always easy because sometimes caring and caring what people think sometimes kind of get intermingled, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, cause sometimes I think sometimes people pass off like, acting like they don't care about anything or, you know, or like you care what people who what people think of the people who matter most or who mean something to you, you know? Um, but I've come across in my life some people who try to act like nothing matters and they don't care about anything, and then that's what I call bullshit. But it's like there's that balance you have to strike, which is like you can't live your life for others. Um, At
0: all, 100%. Because, again, even if you did live for others, there's always going to be someone who's not going to like something. They're going to find something. Exactly. No matter what you can have the most perfect whatever and they're gonna be like you know you could have dropped 50 points in the game and they're gonna be like well you didn't drop 52 so <laughs> you know what i mean like okay. no matter what people are always gonna have things to say they're always so you know I, I agree i don't care what anybody think i mean i care what my family think of course but i don't care what others think and you know when i post stuff or do stuff i'm not doing it with the with the intentions of i hope people like it or I hope people right, respond exactly. I'm doing it because I just want to do it and and then if people do respond positively great but other right. than that you know I, I really try to live my life for myself as opposed to the masses
1: true that like, um so we know you know we know that you guys are davin and Reese, but um how who are who is davin who is Reese and how did y'all meet?
3: Um, Davin is a father, a husband, a educator, mm-hmm. someone who cares about people. Um, Like my wife said, very quiet and reserved until I, you know, get to know who you are as a person um, and that I can open up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll let my wife explain how we met because this is her favorite story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so,
2: well, yeah. so Reesey, um, Reesey is definitely a a story to write about i uh was a single mother before i got married Uh, Mm -hmm. just fireball i mean so much going on you know having to raise a a daughter by myself and when i say by myself i just mean at the time you know her dad was around but it just wasn't enough um Mm -hmm. to grow up from that now we have a great blended family uh Mm -hmm. you know um we do a lot of things together to be a wife, uh, you know, to be a mother now of two, mm-hmm. uh, to be a social media influencer. I, I work full-time as well. working work in a uh, medical. Uh, mm-hmm. and so I would just say like Reese is about as real and cutthroat as you're going to, is you're going to get. So, uh, I am proud of the woman that I'm becoming and I, I owe a lot of it to my husband. I, I tell everybody he's the calm to this storm. Uh, so, um, it's just been uh, a work in progress and it's still continuing. So, with that being said, let me tell you all how we met.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: I want to.
2: Friend zone for about five years. Okay, he is, was not my type, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, he, and I don't even know. You know, mm-hmm. let me just. I'm gonna throw some little key gems in here for the listeners, okay? Because like uh, Tj said earlier, you gotta throw stuff away. Like throw away what you think your type is. Throw away what you think. Uh, you think you need, you want, you desire, you know, six foot tall, muscle mass, strong, you know, throw that away, right? Because you what you want and what you need are two totally different things, right? Mm-hmm. And so um I met Davin uh, on Twitter actually. Okay. So uh I am a Zeta. You're down Zeta.
1: in the DMs, okay
2: Yeah, yeah. Right? So I'm a Zeta, yeah. of course, and um shout out to the best sorority ever. But anyway, <laughs> we're not gonna go <laughs> Okay. Uh, it was my turn. Uh, <laughs> And so, um, mine, I used to be very, very, uh, ratchet. Of course, I told y'all I'm a work in progress, right? I used to be very ratchet on Twitter. And so like, I'd never forget, like people used to be like, oh, you should get you an IOTA. And I'm like, well, why get an IOTA when I can get the founders, right? Like that's how kind of ratchet I was, right? Yeah.
0: Oh right, my God.
2: still alive. Why should I, you know, keep, why should I get the bare minimum when I can reach for the stars, right? So <laughs> that's what started my whole little thing with IOTAs, right? And so- okay. Um, Davin, you know, thought it was funny. You know, he wasn't offended, you know, some of them were, whatever. And then, you know, some of them thought it was funny. And so like, he would always just like, Hey, you are so funny, you know, check on me and stuff like that. So, you know, he started, you know, we started to DM and he's like, Oh, you know, I'm going through so much. And I'm like, well, call me. I'm going through a lot too. So our first time we ever talked on the phone, we stayed up for like, what, five or six hours on the phone. We were just talking about things going on in our life. He was talking about what he had going on in Ohio And Mm -hmm. by that time, me and my child's father had just broken up. So, you know, we weren't trying to be together or anything like that. We were just, we just had somebody to talk to. So we Mm -hmm. just would text each other, you know, call each other every so often. And so... Uh, actually, he was trying to, I guess, work it back out with his ex <laughs> wasn't happening. Anyway, <laughs> and so uh he had moved to Nashville. And so when he moved to Nashville, he got off all social media. But before then, I guess, like, when he came to Nashville, you and your ex was still kind of, like, you know, yeah, talking and still... acting like y'all was like, oh, I still love you, but let me not make it you known. Like, that kind of shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, and look at me. Like, I was trying to hook him back up. Like, oh, y'all should go back and be together, right? Because oh, I was doing my own little thing. by that point. So, what happened was, I went on a date, and I was living mm-hmm. in South Carolina, and the the guy left me on the date because I was not going to put out. Like, literally what? left me at the dates. And so, like, I'm coming back and I'm telling Davin about it. And I'm like, so, you know, we went to this paint and sip. It was really, really cool. I'm like, yeah, he drove this Jaguar, but then he put $5 of gas in it. So I <laughs> oh,
1: my God.
2: So, like, I'm telling him this story, right? And so we went to this, like, little, you know, little eatery, and he was like, yo, so you going to come back to my place? And I'm like, nah, I don't know you like that. Like, I mean, you feel what I'm saying? You can just drop me back off to my truck, and we'll be good. And he's like, nah, if you don't come to my place, like, I'm going to leave you. And I'm like, okay, shit, I, I lived here for 12 years. I can call somebody. Like, that's not nothing. And he got up. He put my painting outside his car, like, on the ground. And he drove off like so. I'm sitting here waiting, like I'm thinking, like oh, maybe he went to the bathroom. So the, the the host was like, "Hey, did you ride with that guy in the Jaguar?" And I'm like, "Yeah." She was like, "He just left." Is this your painting? I'm like, "Girl, I know you fucking lied." Like it is no <laughs> way. So I called my little brother, and in the purpose of I mean, in the point of me calling my brother, mm-hmm. uh, the guys next to me they paid for my food because they felt really bad, right? So anyway, I'm telling Davin about this date. And he was like, see, that's why you should date somebody like me because mm-hmm. I wouldn't leave you on no game. game on it.
1: There we lie. go. That shot. Exactly. Yeah. Just slide it on in there.
2: And that's then Latombo shot. said, not today. <laughs> not in this house. So then we have a mutual, uh, I have a friend, her name is Zakiya. She's in New York. And so shout out to Zakiya uh, in Brooklyn. Like this just want to shout out her out she she was like yo why is this guy always on your like every every time i post i could post in a minute david boom it's like he had like a free throw he he, every time i post he was like in my like in my comments like like
0: oh yeah there it is
2: so like so she was like she she you know, ask him. I was like, girl, I don't know. Ask him because it's it's really annoying as hell, right? So Mm -hmm. she's like, you know, do you like my friend Reese? You know, like you always commenting and things like that. And he was like, you know, I would love an opportunity, but you know, she'll never look my way. You know, she she, she won't put me in the game, yeah, is what he told her. And so she was like, well, you never know. You should shoot your shot. So for my birthday was coming up. And for my birthday, he was like, I had put up a status about wanting some flowers, right? Because, you know, I'm single or whatever. And he was mm-hmm. like, well, I won't send you any flowers, but I will send you something. So give me the address. So I gave him my work address. He sent me like these nice little African earrings and some uh, African necklace. And I'm like, hmm. Because like I was like, you know, like thrifting and things like that. So he found some things for me. And so Thoughtful. then we just started talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we started talking. And the whole time, like I knew, and I told Davin this, I was like, I know you're not what I'm used to dating. Right. I'm I'm so, such an alpha woman. Right. And so mm-hmm. I always thought I had to have alpha men because, you know, like I needed somebody to feel like they had to be compatible, com, you know, combative with me all the time. And that's like how you show me you care, like you got to argue with me, you know, and then I get him and I'm like asking him or, or we kind of like talking and I'm like, why are you so soft spoken with it? You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't used to it. And so he was like, look, just just give me a chance. I promise you. And so, uh, you want me telling tell the story about when you called real quick? So this is how we kind of really oh. made it official. Oh, you want to tell it? or you want me to tell it? No, go ahead. Since oh. you. Okay. So <laughs> what, what made us really start dating was, um, you know, one day Davin had called me. We were still talking at this time and he called me in the middle of the night. It was like two o'clock in the morning. And, and at this time he was writing books. Uh, he was mm-hmm. writing short, uh, well, poems poetry. Mm-hmm. and poetry book. And he was so into poetry. Like you could tell that was his passion. And like, it's two o'clock in the morning, he calls me and I'm like, hey, you know, like he, I mean, honestly, he was crying. He was in tears. He was very emotional. And he's like, man, I just want to put out this book. He's like, I said, so what's holding you back? And he was like, you know, I just moved back to Nashville. He was like, I really can't put my money. And I'm like, well, how much is it to, you know, do what you need to do? And he was like, it's about $300. I said, go to sleep. I will send it to you in the morning. And I hung up. And so I think he (laughs) thought I was playing. So in the morning time, I call him. I'm like, where do you want me to send this money? I went to Western Union. I sent him the money. And I was like, I would never not put into your dreams. I would never not, you know, uh, you know, support whatever you got going on. If this is what you want to do, you don't owe it back to me. But you, I said, you got 30 days to put out this book. I'm giving you the money. Call up who you need to call up. And he did, it. he put out his books. And I just think like... For him to open up to me like that it made mm-hmm. me realize like he you know he loved me he he wanted me to see this side of him so I supported him and we just been rocking ever since
1: I love it I love it oh oh this is so amazing y'all even though
2: he dedicated that's, that's... the first little raggedy ass that's not,
3: we're not, we're, not, we're, not going, <laughs> no. we're not going
2: there we're not going there who was the second wait a minute he said wait hold up now Yeah, <laughs> You should
1: have knew that I was coming, so you what didn't you have to do- dedicate mean, the first book to her. Oh God! But that's how you knew that y'all was in love and y'all was gonna go together. This is beautiful. How
3: that's how I knew. When people ask me, like, "What? How did you know?" I said she was the first person to actually support who I was as a person in my dreams and my passions. Like that was big to me at that time because I had never had it. So. Yeah. That's how now I look
2: feel. at you. I didn't got you. You know you done oh, went from Best we go, Buy. The, oh, you know, no, no, let me plug this in. Cause you done went from <clears throat> working at Best Buy or in and being somebody who had to get coffee for the big dog. You right. And look at you, you now. Right. You working on your second masters. They may fail, but you got it. Let me tell you what you got you working on your second masters. And the second masters is free, might I add. Mm. You know talking hey, shit. Teacher, you got you a whole career out here. You, you right, feel right. I'm saying all the teachers love you. They know you your did. wife crazy. You, you feel say saying oh, all because of me. You did it, female TJ. You saved me.
0: <laughs> this is <laughs> I, I, I'm. I, I'm just saying. Listen, she's <laughs> supporting you. She's letting you know. She's letting you know that you know <laughs> all of you me. DJ, is all cool. because of, because of what she did. Uh,
1: so are you trying to say? So you trying? Are you trying to make the implication again that I'm who I am because of you? <laughs>
2: Exactly. Look, I'm Wow. I want y'all to see Davin's pictures from college when he was wearing them long tees to his knees. It was a a
1: thing. It was a thing. Oh my goodness. Listen, I gotta go digging in the crates and look, unless I threw them out too. Or I find the pictures of TJ with his throwback jerseys. They're all gone. They're not gone. I Mm. didn't I didn't throw out pictures. I didn't throw out pictures. So that actually, I'm going to toss it to TJ because I think that what you said is like a great segue into kind of like the, um, the ne- our next question. So, um, oh, I, you know, I'll take it. Never mind. So the next question, which was, you know, you knew that you guys wanted to be together. That was the moment y'all wanted to be together. But what was the, the moment that you knew that, that Recy, that Davin was the one and Davin when, that Reese was the one? Was there a moment or was it just kind of like a general feeling?
2: Talk about the cooking, ain't you? Um,
3: for me, the moment was probably um when I had taken her to meet my mother. Mm. And I don't because I love my mother that much. Well, we surprised I, her. We did know, surprise her. We um we surprised yeah. her for her birthday. She was like, What well, are you doing with your mom's birthday? I was like, I don't know because you know I'm in Nashville. You hadn't seen her for like a year and a half. Yeah, it so. had been a while. Oh wow. Said, Why don't I just drive up and then we'll go see her? So we go to see her. You know, we surprised at this restaurant. She's crying, she's emotional. And we get back to the house the next day. My family's like, oh, what are we going to do for dinner? And my wife goes, oh, if y'all want dinner, I'll cook.
2: And they mm. all looking
3: like she she it's offered like to cook bro. for us. It's, it's like 12 <laughs> people. She ain't never even met us. She don't know what we like. So she goes and cooks this, like, elaborate dinner with barbecue chicken and macaroni and cheese oh, and cube
1: steak. and Oh, you
0: know, okay. Like,
3: like she, she hooked up a smorgasbord, like, for real. Uh so all my siblings they come find me after i've all eaten anything they said hey come here so we all go upstairs they close the door and lock it and they said look (laughs) they said we don't know what you're gonna do but don't mess this up this (laughs) might be your your one shot and i was like okay
1: oh Um, so your siblings really told you that she was the one
3: yeah like my sister my, my little sister who at the time you know didn't like my ex and she was like my wife said, yeah, because I had to tell her off. And she was like, well, good, because I was waiting on somebody to do it. Um, <laughs> but it was just the fact that my family, you know, really embraced her and, you know, really took to her and loved her that much was one of the things that was like the biggest thing for me. So, like, that's what I did.
2: and just for the record, I didn't just snap on her. She was trying to come for you. And again, I don't play about that. Like, don't be on my status talking about your ex. Like, it was like a status, just just a status topic. You know, like, you have a regular topic. And, like, Mm -hmm. she tried to come for him. Like, we know that's your ex. Like, ma'am, that's what you're not going to do. So I had to check her real quick. Like, what's your job number? Like, I need to talk to you. Oh.
1: (laughs) Oh, Reesey. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) She
2: she was trying to put him out. Like, but what you're not going to do? Like, you could have just been like, oh, well. It was a question about would you live with your spouse? Would y'all would you shack before you got married? And mm-hmm. she was like going on to this, like, I would never do that again. That was the worst mistake of my hold on, hell hold on. Cause you talking about my man, you and my business. Don't do that.
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> do my that. goodness. So how do we how did you know Davin was the one?
2: Um, I'm still trying to Um, you know what? It's, I think for me. I I honestly had to do what TJ said. I I had to throw away what I thought my husband was going to be, right? Mm -hmm. And I had, I think for me, what did it was like, just to see his compassion and care for, you know, the fact that I was a woman with a child, you know what I'm saying? Like with Davin, when I was talking to him, it was never like, you should come see me you should do this. It was like, Hey, does, you know, your daughter need anything? You know, y'all should come to Nashville. Cause we were staying in two different States at this time. Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, do you need me to come down there and help in any way? Cause I think I, I had just had a gallbladder surgery. Like he was willing to take mm-hmm. time off of work. And I think like that was a chance because if I would have kept the notion, like of what I thought my husband was going to be, like, I would have still kind of been like playing the field to see what else was out there. But mm-hmm. I think like, I had to throw that away and kind of give this person a chance. Like, you know, he wasn't what I was used to. He wasn't, you know, he was very different. Um, mm-hmm. just the caringness of him and everything like that. So, in order for me to see if this was going to work, I had to throw away all, you know, of what I thought I knew and what I thought I wanted and just kind of look at him for who he was. You know, didn't have to worry about the outside appearance even though, you know, I'm not saying you're ugly or nothing, but I'm just saying like I had to I'm just saying like I had style. to right right you know because he was so different and so yeah. I think once I took the opportunity to see that and just to see how much he cared and how much you know I can see drive there and I can see you know that I saw that he was going to treat me the way that I always wanted and needed to be treated mm-hmm. Then I think that's when I knew that that was going to be where I needed to be
1: that's amazing That's I love it Um
2: you got your damn eyes
1: uh,
0: so with that um you know, uh y'all are a, a couple, y'all doing amazing things. Um, you know, y'all push each other, y'all love each other. Um, you know, Davin, I, I feel he like he adores you. Some of his posts you know, I'd be taking notes like, all right, <laughs> I'm gonna have to use it. I'm gonna have to go take Pre- the first round. Pre-
2: appreciate it,
1: because that's 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 not TJ strong suicide. So I appreciate when he does it.
0: Um, and 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 just with your relationship, you know, uh, again, from Davin, you know, you you meet this woman, you you've been talking to her online. She has a kid, and and you know, but you still want to make a relationship with her. Uh, Reesey, right. Davin isn't your typical man, and you're kind of like, you know, not really giving him the play originally because it's like this is in the, the regular man. But y'all yeah, decide to make this relationship. Tell us about how did y'all learn to like. How did y'all learn how to make it work in y'all relationship with the changes and, and and how y'all had to learn about each other to be able to make y'all relationship where it is today?
2: I, I think we're, we, I think to be honest with you, what makes us great, because uh, we was just talking about how we don't argue and stuff a lot, but we actually are still learning each other. You right. know, um, five years in and you know, Davin has changed his career. I've gone up and down on the scale with my weight. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think it's still about learning each other. But like Davin said earlier, we talk about this often, like you have to know, like your mate was this person before you met. And there's going to be some things that you can never change unless you're trying to change them. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to change, you know, this is how I make my comparison. Like Davin is still like, you know, he's still red, right? He, he's still this red streak. And I'm still a white street, you feel know what I'm saying? And so when the people look at us, they still see a red street and they still see a white street. But then when we do things together, they'll see a line of pink. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I feel like he still has to be red. I still have to be white. And then together, you know, we'll we'll combine and make a color where people can see us. And so, you know, I think, uh, you know, for me, it's just what works is like allowing him to still be him. Like, I'm not trying to make him you know, a fiery lion like me. And he's not trying to make me a calm, you know, Aquarius like him. Like, so I think it's just knowing your spouse and and knowing, like, I know Davin does not keep up with the bills. So why would I yell about him about the bills? You see what I'm saying? Like, that's not Mm -hmm. his strong suit. I pay, Mm -hmm. you know, we all put our money together. So Mm -hmm. when things get paid, you know, it comes out of our accounts together. That's not his strong suit. So I don't yell at him about the light bill or the, you know, the water bill or whatever. I know that that's my suit. However, I'm not like, you know, I don't always wash clothes on time, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, I, you know, I don't I don't have the initiative sometimes to get the basket out the closet and then go downstairs, but Davin does. So mm-hmm. sometimes he doesn't yell at me about why the basket is overflow because he knows that's not my thing. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I washed clothes before, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't be thinking about them. So I feel like it's the balance that we have and you know, I think it's just about knowing each other. What you think, babe? Yeah.
3: Um, I agree. I think it's also about allowing, you know, time to allow things to mature, right? Like, we met, uh, what was that, 2014? July, July 2014. We got married. Um, we got
2: engaged December. We
3: got engaged in December, married in wow. and- so, I mean, we only have about. The next right. So, I mean, we, we needed time for things to mature, like our communication and our honesty and just how we went about things. And I think for us, what works is we just have those open, honest conversation and those talks about what's going on with the house, what's going on with each other, work, you know, personal lives, whatever the case may be without there being any resentment or judgment
2: for what the answer is going to be. But that took some no. time too. So like, like I know you're going to try to make me look a little good, but it took a lot for me to learn that though. Because he wasn't coming to me, talking to me because he was afraid, right? And I, and I was use the term afraid because I popped off so fast, mm-hmm. right? I was offended so quickly. If you said, why you leave your pants? Who are you talking to? I'm a grown, you know, in some mm-hmm how to scale that back and be like, you know what, you're right. So like, I know a lot of wives don't tell their husbands that they're right, but I, like, when people are around us, they look at me like, wait, you said you was wrong? Like, and I tell, like, because I, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I have no problem letting my husband know, you know what, baby, you are right? You know, my bad. You know, because we'll be like, nah, apologize. You know, like, well, we're well, accountability, that's what I'm talking about. Accountability, exactly. And so, like, I had to learn when he comes to me and he's talking to me, First of all, that's a big step because that takes a lot. And secondly, I can't attack him for how he feels. That's how he feels. And so, you know, for me, I had to calm that down so he can even get comfortable enough to talk to me. And I feel like as as an alpha woman, you know, we're so like, who's going to check us? You know, uh, my husband, he's going to check me. You feel Mm -hmm. me? You better not check me in public though, but you can check me.
1: (laughs) You know, and I love that so much because, you know, like T and I, literally looking at each other, and we're like pointing at each other. We're like with different parts that y'all are touching on because it's like y'all say something, and it sounds like me, and then it sounds like him, and it's like you know with different sides of the, um, you know, kind of like polar opposites when it comes to certain things. And it is so important to sometimes let your partner be who they are, and then know that together, you know, and like not as I get on them, get harp on the things that you know aren't their strengths, um, but also making sure that that there's it's reciprocal. Right. So, and, and understand it. So like, you know, I think now we're at a point just, and it's, it's so funny cause it's always the little things, but it's, you know, it's the little things that sometimes build up that you can get frustrated with and, I'm trying to think. Oh, like okay, so like calling customer service TJ always like will be like did you call someone? Did you call someone? I hate calling people. And, you know, and I'd rather if I can do it by, you know, researching something and figuring it out myself or talking through the the chat the chat online, I'll do that faster than I'll get on the phone with somebody cuz I don't have I don't have the patience for it. So now that's something that he normally does when we got something going on in the household. He's always the one on hold. He's always the one doing that because he has the patience for it. Now, when it comes to other stuff, that's when I like I have the patience for it. When it comes to, let's say, I don't know, doing t- homework with Tatum, right? I have, you have more
0: patience. I
1: have more patience with Tatum than he does. So that's just like I'm not gonna get on I'm not gonna get on him for losing his patience with that because it's clear that that's a strength of mine, and it's just about it keeps just come back to that balancing act, right? We we we're, we're always getting to know each other and you know, understanding and appreciating too that like sometimes because that I think with me and TJ haven't been together as long as we have been, we've had to grow up together. So there's been these things that like we are who we are, but at the same time we've evolved and we've changed over the years because we're 32 and 33 years old and we're not the same 16 and 17 year olds that we were all those years ago. And so that part has been sometimes uh a struggle for us, and you know, I think that as we've now kind of really started to own who we are as adults and as in, as individuals, it's it's gotten easier, but it was definitely like a, a bumpy road along the way.
0: But I definitely think that the most important thing with like relationships is finding your balance, right? And you know, not allowing again, you know, some people would be like, if it's cleaning, a woman should do that; if it's cooking, a woman should do that, and that's not always the case. Like Danny will will clean, and can she cook? Yes, but. I would do the cooking more so but you know danny does a lot more of the other things you know and that was like one of the things that i had to learn like you know my wife does a lot so i can't expect her to have full energy for me when she's taking care of everything and i'm not helping her or i'm not even trying to assist her so i think those things and and, and finding your balance again If Davin doesn't mind doing the laundry, then let him do the laundry because you may not mind doing something else that will free him up. So I think sometimes as as, uh, couples or in relationships, people try to follow that mold of how things are supposed to be or what they were taught and not what works best for their relationship. Because everybody's relationship is worse than the I agree.
2: And you know, just kind of like, in the thing about it too though, Danny, like you said, y'all grew up together. But see, the thing about it is, I I joke about this, but this is the reality. Like, Davin, uh, because he was born preemie, because of his health conditions, he was very sheltered. He, you know, Mm -hmm. was very protective a lot. Uh, His family did a lot of protecting him. And so when you think about me being raised by a single mother, you know, uh, learning different things, like our backgrounds were completely different. He grew up in a two-parent home with... You know, he had his mom and his stepdad and he had his dad and his stepmom. So he saw all this different kind of, you know, showing of love and, you know, blended family. And I never saw that. So by the time him and I got together at 30, right, uh, about 29, Mm -hmm. 30, you know, I had lived this life like a single mother, you know, paying bills on my own, learning these tricks and trades to get by, like, you know, barely making it opposed to him, like, you know, being covered and, you know, Devin even didn't get a license to 29, you know, not to put your business out of that. I'm just being real. But, you know, so I mean, we that's... came from two different areas. So like things that I was expecting, him, like, you grown, you should know this. He didn't. And mm-hmm. so, like you know, it's, it's, it's even different. Like, I think a lot of people forget, like, you have to think about like where you came from and where this person mm-hmm. came from. And then to touch on what TJ said, you know, about the modes, I know a lot of times, like, you know, me and Davin has had talks, like, I think even with our outside friends, like other married couples, like we've been on trips and, and, and things with other people, and they don't understand, like, why we, why we are the way we are, because, again, I know David has been protective all his life, so I'm still very protective of my husband, I think that's just how I am, because I'm like that with my kids, so with certain things, when Davin goes out of town, like, let me just be real, I have, I love when my husband goes to, to me at night. I'm one of those wives, I don't call, I don't text, but you right? But Right, but I need you the itinerary before you, itinerary before you, go, before you go. Because I need to know, like, if you tell me you here and something pops off, I know exactly where to go. And so, mm-hmm. like, when my husband goes out of town, like, I try, you know, I I let him do his thing, but I just need to know what's going to go on because if something goes left, I need to know immediately where I need to go to. I need to know immediately who I need to call. And so I think a lot of people don't understand that about like our dynamics because, you know, my husband doesn't drive in big cities. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't do a lot of things. And so like when my husband goes out and he's out about with a lot of people it's not that I need you to tell me everything that's going on, but I need you to tell me everything that's going on. Now, once y'all tell me what's going on, you ain't gonna hear from me. Like, mm-hmm. other, like no, that's a difference. Like the otherwise, they don't want they don't they don't need an itinerary, but they're gonna call every gonna hour and see what in you're in doing. Me you feel what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I'm the opposite. If you just tell me everything that's going on, you feel what I'm saying, then if you tell me like, hey, they shooting, I know where to pull up at.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love your energy, like, Reese.
2: You know and so, like, that's how it is with us and people. Us, a lot of people don't understand that, you know, and they don't look at our dynamics. But, you know, he had to teach me, like, it's not for them to understand. Like, I don't have to explain why, you know, I am the way that I am, but just know my husband taken care of. Like, he ain't missing no meal. He didn't gain weight. You feel what I'm saying? And we good. <laughs>
1: Dude. I love it. And I am I'm, I'm kind of on that wave too, which is which is like I don't I don't I, I don't even really even need to know like ex- well, I know where you're going. Like, okay, well what, what city you gonna be in or who who you with or whatever. And then it's just like after that, bye. I i be trying to send TJ. There's so many times I try to send TJ on his merry way, like, don't you wanna go out? Go like bye. <laughs>
2: That's and, me, girl. Like, you ain't got nobody to call. Nobody want to go to the cigar shop. Like, nobody.
1: He'd be yeah, like, Man, he's girl. in the I, he he like, day. Yes. And T-Day has, like, you know, his friends and stuff, but he's such a homebody. And I mean, I'm a homebody too. But that's the one thing I'm like, I okay, think he and I were just talking the other day. And I was like, you know, especially now because of COVID, I'm like, I'm really like never alone. And I, not that I, my of course it's like it's my husband and it's my child, that I'm around 99 percent of the time. But sometimes there's something to be said for just having a little bit of alone time. So when go I do go in the
0: basement, have as much alone time as you
1: want. Whatever. If not with Tatum here, because when Tatum Mori is around, she's gonna come find whoever she's looking for, she's gonna find them. So that so that that is out the window. Maybe if um and even with you here, because if I did, if, if Tatum was at my sister's and I'm home and it's me and you, then you're gonna be like, why are you so far away? Why you? I say that when me you are sleeping, or like why are you downstairs? You just
0: you you are paraphrasing.
1: Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You
0: are something else. You know that.
1: Um. Anywho, this is going to be our our last question, which is going to kind of help us kind of get into this uh, uh, listener letter that we had and so um Reese, you kind of touched on several times that you've had um you know gains and losses when it comes to your weight and you know your gym at home and everything else like that and congratulations again on all of your success with your weight loss journey first and foremost um and we spit bars yes we did uh, yes yes tj was playing it what was the beat again uh, bars, not, DJ. Not <laughs> really. Oh yeah, it was Gucci Man. It was Gucci Man, It was Gucci Mane. Man. Cause CJ was playing and we were laying in bed. And I was like, I was like, um, I was like, who is that? And he was like, is Reese. And I was like, oh snap. So <laughs> um, so just wanted to do just give you a space to kind of talk for you both to touch on um the impact that you're weight gain and loss had on yourself and on your relationship Reese. and then also davin like where did you feel like you fit in in this equation of Reese's journey because you know we've obviously Tj and I've been really transparent about our weight journey and then me specifically talking about like how my weight gain you know impacted the all the other areas of my life besides just my health so um the floor is y'all yours y'all to, to touch on that
2: well, first things first. Um, when Devin, when Devin, when Devin first met me, um, I was hard in the gym.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: that was when I first started my whole weight loss journey because he he was stocking my pictures that he had saved a couple of. Shorty <laughs> get 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 sure getting it out get here. Um, so that was the first time that was before the fire. And so uh, you know when him and I um, got together, I was still in the gym. And uh, when I moved here, uh, you know, happy, you know, so I gained a little bit. But then we had a mm-hmm. wedding coming up, so I lost a lot then. And um, then we had DJ, and so I had shot up to what was my highest that I've ever been, which was four hundred and thirty-seven pounds. Mm-hmm. And for me, I just was not happy. Like I was happy with my life, I wasn't happy with myself, and so it was a, a you know, very depressing. Um, but it was one of those like I have to play it off, right? Like I, I, I was not very vocal about it. Um, and so, you know, when it came, you know, intimately, I, I personally don't think it kind of interfered because we had a newborn, right? So it wasn't like, I was like, oh, I don't want to have sex because I don't want you to see me. It was just mm-hmm. like, we retire. He's yes. never had a kid. I've been down this road before, you know? So a lot of his, you know, energy was learning how to be a father. He was starting off his career as a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I know that in my heart, I don't feel like, that played a part at that time uh so i started getting back into the gym like i just woke up one morning and i was like i cannot do this shit no more like i've been down this road before i, I know what i'm capable of doing um, and davin was hella supportive um never been um a day where he doesn't support i would say that uh davin's very supportive but when you've never been out of you know overweight and past a certain size, like you really don't know how to be supportive. So I know like for him, like, he'll say like, how can I support you like on the days where I feel like I'm not doing enough. Um, And I I don't know how to express it because you're not going to get it. Right. And so, Mm -hmm. um, but whatever I needed when it came to that journey, he was very supportive. So uh, like I said, I I was 437. And so I just started getting up, going to the local gym. Um, And then I just started losing. And lose mm-hmm. it and I would come home and I would cry sometimes because I'm like I'm doing all this work I'm, I'm not eating the shit that I want to eat and it's you know I'm not going fast enough and he's like mm-hmm. one of your weaknesses you know you have a, a weakness for patience you know patience mm-hmm. is not your strong suit and I would agree I'm still working on it to this day like that's why I'm not a teacher like I have a mathematics <laughs> degree but I don't want to go to jail right like you're not going to fucking talk to me like that so let me just not be a teacher right <laughs> so you know what, I, I don't
0: the stress <laughs>
2: One of my strengths, and so, um, for him, he had to teach me how to be patient with myself, and so, like, I've accepted that's his role in my weight loss journey, right? And so, I would come home and I would, you know, I would be like, hey, baby, oh my god, I found step. He's like, all right, go try it, like, that was mm-hmm. it, like, just be like, you need me to keep, you know, our kids, you know, the kids or whatever,
1: yeah. And so
2: it was a part where he was finishing up his master's, and it was very tough for both of us, because yeah. I wasn't able to go work out because he had late classes or Mm -hmm. he needed to study. And so I started to find myself like catering again to the household and forgetting about myself. So then my weight shot back up. And so it went from like 437 and I had got down to like 350. Then I found myself back at like 380 because I had to tend to everything else but myself. Yeah. So, like, I had to sit everybody down, like even the damn two year old, right? And <laughs> I like, look, y'all gonna have to learn. Like, I need my time. You from yeah. saying like my daughter and and Davin, you know, learn. Like, and I was like, hey, we gotta come up with some type of schedule. Like, if I gotta get up at six o'clock in the morning to go work out, like. I don't want to talk to y'all till seven. You feel what I'm saying? Like, Davin, can you get the kids together in the morning? My daughter's old enough to get herself together. Like I will run this. And and it started to become like, if you need the afternoons, you got to give me the mornings. Right. So mm-hmm. we started to work on that kind of balance act. And um, so then, you know, Davin was like, I think that you should go back. Cause I had stopped showing my progress on social media because of, you know, how people are and mm-hmm. uh, just a lot of the, you know, Oh, you know, why don't you just have surgery? You know, nothing against people. So I just want to say that, you know, nothing. against. No, people. no, no We get it. We get you know, it. You know, why don't you just have surgery? It makes it easier, you know, and I work for, you know, I work for a a, a big you know, medical corporation. So it's not like $300 and I'm fixed. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to do that because I, I know that I'm capable of doing this. I've done it before. And so, um, mm-hmm. at first, the first two years we were still talking about having another kid. And so, um, you know, I was like, I I refuse to have another kid, you know, while I'm still big, because my kids make me gain hella weight. i was a size 12. I had my daughter, I shot up to a size uh, 22. And it was hard to get that off. And then with DJ, I was, you know, around a 20 with him and shot up to a 30 after him. So I'm like, I can't have any more kids. I've already had two C-sections. I'm high risk. You know, I don't want to be big when we have another one. And so um, I just started, honestly, like, putting my business out there on social media. And then I started noticing how like other people could relate. Right. And mm-hmm. so I was like, Oh, okay. Like I see where this is going. And so he would come to me and he'd be like, well, you should try this and you should try that. Or, Hey, I heard about this and I heard about that. So, you know, he gave me the opportunity to go try these out. So I met my trainer, which is training corner. And mm-hmm. when I came to him, like the first day I came to him, I was just in tears. Right. I cut off my hair. Right. I was ha- like, I cut off my hair. Like I wanted to just do something different. Right. So I cut off like 26 inches of my hair. I'm like, look, I'm looking to transform every aspect of my life. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have two beautiful kids. I have a beautiful husband who supports me and everything that I do. But I'm not happy. Yeah. So I went to my trainer. I'm in tears. And he's like, look, like I, I seen how hard you work. I've seen you in the gym before. Like we're going to get this right. Uh, so then I started working out, and then um, I have plantar fasciitis, so then my feet started messing up, and my knee- Ooh, I mean, girl, was- I have that too. Like, yes, girl, it's horrible. Ugh. And so, like, I would sit and I would cry and I would cry, and so, like, now, like, I still cry, like, I'm still a punk, but <laughs> <laughs> this journey, this journey is not for the week. Let me just say that, right? You know nope. like, I, I would have 10 kids and be okay before I can just endure this whole journey without any tears, and so, um. Now I'm down to 288, 287, but that shit will jump up to 295 depending on the weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, I'm thankful. Like this is what I was touching on earlier. Like I'm thankful that I married a man who loved me for me and who supports me for me than somebody who married me for images right because Mm -hmm. like let's just be real like you don't stay your same size you you know when Devin met me and when we were friends like i was heavy in the gym and then life happens and so to be with somebody like my husband will send me pictures of you know like i i have no problem with my husband you know admiring big women like let me just say that right Mm -hmm. and will send me pictures of big women in two pieces like yo when we go to the beach next next year I need to see you in this, you feel know what I'm saying, and that that makes me feel appreciated, you feel know what I'm saying, like. And I'm like, well, I ain't that big, but I get what you said, <laughs> like,
3: it's a confidence thing for me, like, mm-hmm. it's never been about the image, it's been about the confidence that she had, even when she was heavier and she was in the gym. It was just that drive and that confidence that she had to get better, and mm-hmm. she's you know at
2: a smaller weight. I still see that confidence. And now that it's building, I'm like, that's dope. That's what I want to see. Well, I mean, but one of my sayings, you know, as far, and I say it a lot on my page on um, just shameless plug for thick chick fat suit is thick chick underscore fat suit. But anyway.
0: Yes. We gonna have it in the show notes
2: too. <laughs> my thing is this, especially when you're in this workout area, right? Like when you're, your mindset is to lose weight. My biggest thing is when you're bigger, have the confidence like you're smaller, even when you don't have it. So when you get that confidence, nobody would never know you never had it, right? So there was days that I was in the gym with no confidence at all. I I felt fat. I feel, you know, I look fat. My clothes ain't fitting right. You know, I just ate a damn donut, right? But when I stepped (laughs) into the gym, I'm gonna have all the fucking confidence because see, when I get smaller, I already know I'm gonna be off the chain. So I need you to know I'm off the chain now. So when I get there, you won't be like, oh, she changed. No, bitch, she's been like that. You feel Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And like that's when when I'm with my trainer and they like new people come to the gym, they be like, oh, she off. No, and my trainer be like, nah. She always been like that. When I tell you back then, before Megan the Stallion came out, that I'm gonna be dropping it like it's low. Don't be like got Megan knees because no, baby, Megan got knees like me. I've been doing this. You feel me? Oh like, shit! That's how I be feeling. But like that's how when you're bigger, you gotta have something to stand on. You feel what I'm Saying like society hates fat people. It's pissed. It's a fact. They do society hates fat people but they put things out here for fat people to stay fat or if you're not fat to get fat you feel me and they want to sell you these things so that way you can think you're doing. like let me sell you these shakes let me sell you these teas this is gonna work but if you just get out there and bust your ass you don't need that so i don't need what you i don't need your influence to get me big and then you need your influence to spend my money to get me small i'm gonna do what works for me you feel what I'm saying? And so, like, that's why I'm thankful to have a husband who supports me and who loves me. Because, like I said, like, my husband will tell somebody and quick, Oh, my wife can wear that. Like, he knows. Like, baby, when we step out, I'm looking good.
1: But- <laughs> I love it. And, you know, I, TJ's over here nodding his head and everything because this is something that he's definitely tried to reinforce with me that I sometimes struggle with because, the confidence part is something where it comes and goes with me more so. Um, and, you know, I really, like, I'm, I'm inspired. I applaud your confidence in in yourself at any size because it's something that, you know, and I, I really, too, like, it doesn't come easy. I think that that's the thing I want to take away from that, too, is just, like, you know, there are people who are just naturally confident no matter what, and there's other times, too, where you got to sometimes you got to psych yourself up. and And that part is something that I really appreciate. Everything okay? Right, Did you right, just? Danny. Okay. I don't even know what I was saying. We just pick up?
0: Yeah. I mean, I have to just pick up.
1: Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, what I was saying though is that yeah. with confidence, like it's, it's something that, like, I think that what you touched on, Reese, which is important, is that some people do have it naturally. But that sometimes it is something that you have to work on and you have to and you have to psych yourself up sometimes. And I I do feel like inspired by what you're saying, because that is an area where I always do struggle, which is like finding confidence in myself when it comes to my body, when it comes to how I look, because I, you know. I've been as, my biggest weight was 300 pounds. I'm now living somewhere around between around 215, but then sometimes it goes up a couple pounds or it goes down a couple pounds since we've been in COVID because I'm not, you know, I went from even, you know, without even thinking post-surgery, you know, I was a teacher, so I'm on a, on a slow day and Davin knows you're still walking around all over the damn place and you probably don't got time to eat and everything else like that. So the weight was just falling off. But then when we've been home that, that part has slowed down for me. It hasn't stopped for TJ and TJ weighs like, you know, 15 pounds or maybe like 13 pounds less than me at this point. And I'm trying also to remain confident, even though like now it's like, I'm trying not to be like compare, comparing or anything like that. Cause comparison is the thief of joy. And because I, I've made a lot of progress and I've worked really hard, but then now, because I still, I still get hungry. TJ doesn't get hungry as much. And
0: I've never been an
1: eater. you've never been an eater. And I have been, and I, you know, trying to make those and still trying to just be confident in the progress that I've made and the work that I've done and the the things that I am doing to keep maintaining my weight. And so it's it's really inspirational for you. And what I also applaud is Davin is your, your kind and gentle supporting of her, which is like, you know, not telling her about herself and that you need to, you know, what, what she needs to do, whatever, but just like, how can I help? What do you need from me in order for this to happen? And, you know, and I
0: I think that's easy to do when you love someone for who they are. Um, and, yeah. And right. Like they, and I, I, I think, think a lot really of that exactly. for me. Go ahead. Go ahead, Devin. No, go ahead,
3: I, Like, what a lot of it for me is, like, I've seen I've, and I've had conversations with guys who have wives who might be plus size or whatever the case may be. And they'll say things like, oh, you need to lose so and so many pounds if I'm going to stay around or. Oh man, you're getting up there. You might want to get a gym membership. Like they can be real assholes. About ah, it, as right? I so <laughs> my whole thing is like I've told my wife, I've always been attracted to plus size women. I just I couldn't help it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, for me, I never made it a point to say, Oh, you need to get to this size if you want to like no, nah, you you do what's for you in your journey. If you're confident yeah. in where you are and you want to get better, I can help you get there. But I'm not gonna verbally push you to a point where you have to in order for me to be happy if you're happy at whatever size you are great if you want to get smaller cool I'm gonna be there to help you um but me being a naturally slim guy I've never been I don't want to say comfortable having that conversation but I can't relate so I just quietly you know give that moral support because for me that's never been something that I struggle with so I don't know all the time what it feels like to have cravings or to, you know, want to get down to a certain size, because my fight has always been to gain weight or gain muscle, if that makes sense. No, it makes
0: it definitely does. I mean, and again, being someone who was once like really big, I was so confident that I didn't realize how big I truly was, if that makes any sense, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know? And then again, even like my friends and family, they're like, yo, I didn't realize how big you were. But I just had a confidence of, about it. And again, when you are bigger, you know, people People love to make fun of the fat people or whatever. Because that's right. that's an easy target. So you have to be like mentally strong. You have to be ready. That's why I'm always so quick with jokes. Because I already know, you're going to talk about my weight. So I got to make sure I'm attacking everything else. And then even that, sometimes I would give disclaimers disclaimer. like, listen, we could joke. But once you go into fat, just know I'm going, I'm going to your mother. I'm going to like, <laughs> I'm going for the trailer. I'm and going for the so, so just understand that once we play this game,
3: right.
0: what you're getting. So, you know, it, it's those things. And and you know, again, what you've done, Reese, is amazing because I wish I could have just worked it out and, and got it. You know, me getting the surgery, I I got it because I couldn't lose the weight. I was working out, I was trying different diets, I was on weight. Uh, lost pills, like I was doing everything that they were recommending and telling me to do, but it just was not falling off. So I used the tool, you know. And even with that, you know, at first I was against it because I'm like, you know, it's the easy way out. And then after I did my research and seen it, it's hard. Like, yeah, it is hard. You know, I can't eat the way I used to eat. I can't enjoy things like. I don't like breads anymore because it, it fills me up too quick. I can feel it going down. Like it's truly a whole life-changing thing. And right. and if I could have lost it regularly, I would have definitely done it that way. Because again, I know how hard it is after you get the surgery. And I, I don't think everybody understands that yeah. you know it's a true life change forever. Like mm-hmm. my stomach will never be the same size. I will never be able to eat the way I used to eat, which is cool. But my mentality had to change too. And sometimes right. that's where people, that's where it doesn't happen. Like people get to surgery thinking is the easy way out. And then they're not doing everything that they're supposed to do to maintain it. Like it's a tool to help you, but it's not the end all be all. Right, so right, right. I still have to work out. I still have to make sure that I'm getting enough nutrients and everything. But if I want to like continue losing, I have to still be active. Like it's, it's still a lifestyle change that you have to um, do. So again, my hat goes off to you and, and everything. And, you know, uh, again, when you love somebody,
2: and and, have... and... go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I was going to say, like, I appreciate that. And I think like for me, like, I think and just kind of touch on what Danny said, like, that's why I'm out here. Like that's why I sacrifice and I'm so transparent because you're right. Like confidence is one of those things that we have it or we don't. And then you have to build up. Right. But Mm -hmm. those days that I feel like that, that's why I'll put a side by side. You feel what I'm saying? A lot of times people think it's for me to show people, but like, like you literally have to talk to yourself every single day through this, Mm -hmm. right? Every single day I get up and I'm like, I'm going to drink a hundred ounces of water. I'm not going to eat this. And let me just be honest, like every day I do not succeed. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like like yesterday, I'm like, oh, like I'm eating a donut. Oh, this period hit me hard. Let me get another one. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I, it's a fight because in my mind, I'm like, I could just say no. But then I'm like, but I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? And so I'll just work out extra hard. But like today when I got up, I just was like, you know what? You have come too far. You know, it's so like, it's constantly a a talk. Like TJ said, like when when people have surgery and I talk to people after surgery, like I know, you know, like I have a hunger. If you're not confident before the surgery, right, it's not going to get better because now she's like, oh, I'm too small. I should gain five pounds. How am I going to gain the five pounds when I can't eat? So there's always going to be a battle. Like this weight loss journey is always a battle.
3: Mm -hmm. I don't
2: know how people do, and I'm just being real now that I look back as a married woman to somebody who loves me unconditionally, I don't know how, I, like my whys were so different. Like my my reasons for doing it back then were so toxic, right? I yeah. had to show everybody that I was going to look better than this chick because you didn't want to be with me because I was big and you're going to regret leaving me. Like my reasons were so toxic that everything mm-hmm. that I lost, I was going to gain back because mentally I was never prepared to be that size. Was got it, it. For all the wrong reasons and so now i'm doing it because i want to go play i want to go play with my child exactly To run outside with my children i won't you know my husband when i walk in the door my husband gonna be like yeah that's me regardless of whatever size but mm-hmm. when i walk in the door i need everybody to be like damn bro that's you that's me that's me. <laughs> like people say what's your goal <laughs> fine as fuck like that's I
1: <laughs> like i, I love it
2: she's like, you know and so like that's the thing about confidence. And that's what I'm going to leave, you know, leave you with, Danny. Like, you're gorgeous. I love everything about you. I love everything that you're doing. And so my thing is, like, you are doing the damn thing. And so when you, on them days where you're not feeling that confidence, girl, go do a side-by-side. Go look at where your life was a year ago compared to now. Because, like, you are doing the damn thing. You are making women like me be like, you know what? I can say that unfiltered. Well, I'm going to say it anyway. But I'm just saying, like, you're mm-hmm. on the- platform than me you from know saying like you're reaching millions too and so to know that there's other women out there like killing it you know sorority life and home mm-hmm. life and you know and so like to see that i'm like hey y'all go check this chick out she bomb as hell like I'm, <laughs> gonna I'm gonna pump you up thank,
1: I, thank I, I you thank you
2: my podcast and i'd be like i listen to a mom go check her out she'd be rapping for the women you feel know i'm saying because like you got it all so all you need to do is see yourself like we see you because you are bomb.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I, I listen, I'm working progress and I'm doing what I can. I, I'm every day just trying to, you know, be a little bit more confident in that area of my life. Like I can, like I know I am in other areas of my life where it's like, you know, when it comes to other stuff, I'm like, I'm gonna talk my shit, but I'm like with this one, it's always just like, Oh, am I doing enough or whatever? But you're absolutely right. And this is actually a perfect way for us to uh, wrap up and put a little bow on our, our conversation. So, We got a a DM from another uh, listener or lover, as TJ would say. Um, And the topic is literally about relationships and also like body image size. Um, And I'm going to tell you that, I'm going to read it. And then I'm going to tell you what my first response to her was. And then I'll let y'all chime in as well. So she basically was saying that, you know, um, someone has said to her recently that she doesn't really seem to want, someone she's dating, I will say that that she doesn't seem like she wants to work on her insecurities so that basically they wouldn't want to be with her. Um, she said that she never said that she was insecure to this person and, um, she said, "Yes, being bigger. Of course, you may not have her b- the best days, but basically, that he told her that his family is good looking and he's good looking. So he know he does. If he doesn't like his weight, he goes to the gym, but he doesn't hear her talking about her going to the gym or doing anything, making any changes. Um, and so she feels like he's ashamed of her and that she shouldn't even be talking to him. Um, and then she did. She did say that we already had told her to um, get rid of him, but." basically she's like she doesn't want to try want to cut she doesn't know why she keeps trying to make it work and he would even if he's saying like it's not necessarily going anywhere because of her I guess lack of effort when it comes to her size um and so I'm gonna say this I gave her a a longer response but I was like my knee jerk response was girl fuck him um and yeah so I just thought like you know what do you have for Another you know black woman who's in in the dating world at this point not married and the guy that she's dating is basically telling her, you know I don't hear you see so you doing any changes to, to 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 change your body or your your insecurities about your size so that because you aren't making any efforts I'm out or I'm you know this is really ain't gonna go nowhere.
2: Okay, so you said that y'all had already told her that he was no good. Well, first of all, she need to figure out why she don't want to be alone. That's the mm. first. That's the first thing. It sounds like to me like she's willing to be with anybody just to say she has somebody, and that's a mm. deal right there alone anyway. Okay. Uh, a lot of times when we, you can, she could be fine her size. Maybe she's she saying, is, she's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, maybe she say things like, you know, I wish I could fit these pants, or I wish I could have that outfit. But if you're comfortable and you're going to the gym just because you want to, then do that. But if you got somebody who's telling you like, oh, I'm a Girl, let that nigga go. Can I say nigga? I don't know. Yeah, you can say, listen, we could up a song. Yeah, let him go because, and and figure out why you don't want to be alone. Baby, let me tell you something. There's people out there, and I I hate to say this, but I'm going to be real. There's people out here who pay women time to watch them eat, who big. So you sitting up here worried about a nigga Mm -hmm. that's worried about you going to the gym? Girl, you got to go. And I Mm -hmm. will. I love my husband, but I want to combo his ass if he ever tells me. <laughs> because let me tell you, y'all think I can Tina has something. I wish he would. And <laughs> but that as black women, we gotta stop allowing. I don't care what color the man is, or you know, whoever you dating, we mm-hmm. gotta stop allowing people to put us down. Because if the longer she stays, then she's gonna start believing these images that she he's trying to project, project on her. Like, yeah, it. like I would tell her to follow my page
1: because, baby, I'm gonna tell you this. Ain't no way. I'm a, listen. I'm gonna I'm a DM her after we finish wrapping up here because I'm just like, you know, yeah. Like I said, my, my initial response was, "Girl, fuck him," because ain't no way that somebody's like even pretending like they care about you if they're saying this stuff. And you know, and I, I you know, I'm like, you. Everybody deserves to be loved for who they are at their. Their present moment, you know what it is. So, like, like how how Davin and TJ loved us, at our biggest and at our smallest. That's that's because it's not always about the physical. And then you know, and my thing is like, there is absolutely a way to communicate to your partner, male or female, if you're concerned about their health, if you're concerned about their. There's a way to go about saying I'm worried about you without trying to like shame you. And that's the thing I said. It was like. I don't appreciate this man trying to like shame her like, well, my family is good looking. And if I whenever I f- I'm good looking and if I feel like if I do feel like I'm slipping, I, I go to the gym, or I do something about it, I change it. That's not how you motivate somebody to do anything.
2: And then it sounds like to me that the family might have been saying something about her. Because why What your family got to do with this? I don't exactly. know. You feel what I'm saying? So for you to have the it's the audacities for me. For you to exactly. have the audacity to ever think that you, we're not married, we're not engaged. You from saying probably the sex ain't even that good for you to be kind <laughs> of, you know what I'm saying? But there's a, a, this is how like we as black women, we gotta, we gotta start. This is where the confidence comes in at, right? Because for if sure. she had that confidence enough in herself, I'm not talking about like the, the, but, but some real legit confidence in herself, even when I was. My before I got with Davin, you're not gonna talk reckless to me. You're not going to have project how you want other women or how you see me. You're not gonna project that on me. I'm a whole live real woman out here in these streets. And so if what what you're looking for, I'm just not her. And that's okay. And she needs to figure out why she's not letting him go. And I'm pretty sure nine times out of 10 for him to be projecting that type of stuff. He probably she probably paying for most of the meals like you know if it, yeah. other stuff. You feel what I'm saying? And so if he's got your confidence and your panties in a bunch like that, girl it's it's more mental. Trust me, it's more mental than he's pushing the physical and she need to figure that out really quickly.
1: Yes. Davin, what do you think?
2: Um
3: well, I like <laughs> I mean, yeah, like one, he was wrong the way he came at her, right? So yeah. I would never I would never disrespect a woman and say, oh, I look this way, so you should look this way. So that tells me, one, he's all about the image. He doesn't really care mm-hmm. about who she is as a person. He cares about the image that she has when they go out together, right? Yep. So that kind of, to me, says that you're shallow. You don't have any deep value of her as a person because you're cared about the way she looks. Secondly, Absolutely. If you do care about, you know, her weight, you like you said, you know, pull her to the side and say, hey, um...
2: You want to go to the gym with me?
3: No, nah, yeah, like, I got a new date idea. Let's go rock climbing, or let's go walking in the park, or let's go play basketball on the court. Something that gets you both active, and you both, you know, on that path. Mm-hmm. I definitely, um, I agree with my wife. I definitely will let him go, and she should work on herself, because 10 times out of 10, once she gets her level of confidence up at whatever, whatever size she's at, he'll see that and be like, oh man, I might've messed that up. Yeah, you did. Now it's too late. Gotcha.
2: You see how I'm ready to book and Devin's just trying to ready to explain because I'll fight his ass. Where
3: he
1: at? <laughs> listen, I already DM'd her and I was like, Monday's episode is for you. You need to tune in because we got, we got reinforcements for you. But listen, it is, right? So y'all, I want to just say Thank y'all so much for coming on the show. This has been like, I'm, I'm and I'm not saying it just for lip service, but this has literally been one of my favorite episodes. And just like the dynamic between you, you, the two of you, and and the four of us, and just like your, the 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 laughs and the story and the you know the story of who you are. Because the thing that you know we always say on our show is how. TJ and I have a very unique experience as, in relationships, and our, but it's also you know a limited scope because you know of who how we came to be, and so that's why it's so important for us to have other people on our show so we can hear about how who they are and where they come from and the experiences that they've gone through have made them the person that they are today and made them the partner that they are today in their relationship or you know past present or you know future, and so we just really 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 want to thank y'all for. Um, for joining us today. And I want to give y'all an opportunity before we close out to just um, share where people can find you, especially Reese with your journey and everything else like that. Drop it again. So that everyone can find you. And of course we'll include it in the show notes.
2: Um, so, yeah. So please check out it's thick chick. So everything is spelled the way, you know, the normal way. So it's thick chick underscore fat suit. It's on Instagram and it's on Facebook um, and just thank you guys for the opportunity. I told Devin that y'all only wanted to interview us because of me, but <laughs> I, I know that, so I, I know that he is a dedicated, uh, definitely a de- dedicated listener. He, he loves you guys show and I love everything that you guys stand for. Um, so just keep doing your thing and just thank you again for just inviting us and in- I'll
1: send y'all my bill later. How about that? <laughs> no problem. We appreciate it. Look, I just followed you on my uh my personal page too, so I'm like I'm that, that little notification you got. That's me. So just request me back, boo. Um, and y'all, just thank you so much for this. Um, and we really really appreciate y'all, folks. As always, this has been another episode of Lovers Quarrel. You know where to find us on Instagram at Lovers Quarrel Show on Twitter at Lovers Quarrel Seven. Email us your questions, thoughts, comments, concerns. Um. Um, at show at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe, like, rate, share, follow, tag, do all the social media things, and let us know what you think. But with that being said, as always, I'm your girl, Danny. And I'm your
0: guy, TJ. And you know that
1: we fuss, we fight, but we, we love. love. Bye.
3: Say bye bye. Bye bye.